0: It's now time for the Main Event Sports Show with your host, Haven Harrington, Rashawn Myers, and produced by Jerry Hazard. The Main Event Sports Show is brought to you by Verizon Wireless, Lavish Slice Hair Boutique, The Pure Group. You can follow the Main Event Sports Show at sports 101com You can also follow the Main Event Sports Show on Twitter at sports, And you can also download the Main Event Sports Show app just go to your favorite app store and search Main Event Sports Radio. It's now time for the Main Event. You
1: Thousands. 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 know what? I'm tired of the snow. Snow in April? Well, as bad is late March. But now I'm talking about snowstorms in April, dude, I, I can't deal with it. I'm tired of This, this is hey, ridiculous.
0: Right. 80 <laughs> degrees next weekend, right in time for the spring game. I mean, it's all good. I can't, it is all good. I, I'm I excited. We got a, a big show. I mean, a huge, <laughs> huge yeah. show today. It's huge right? Right? show. Which yeah, is stupendous, spectacular. Which will lead right into our Monday show. Yes, sir. Yes, yes. Monday worse TV Live. That's right. At twelve oh one. South 1st Street, the old Logo pizza pub. We're going to be there live. Man, we got like a show lined up for you Monday. Because uh, Monday is when you're going to find out where you can meet Amanda Holyfield. the real deal. He's coming in town Thursday. But if you come to our show Monday night, 1201 South 1st Street, we're going to release where you can meet Evander Holyfield. Hey,
1: but I'm telling you what, right now, get in early because last Monday, it was packed. It was off the chain. It was absolutely ridiculous last Monday. It was packed. People was playing pool. There's in chicken wings. Pizza was flying all over the place. Having almost got a pepperoni in the eye. It was crazy. Was like, it was absolutely amazing. So yeah, we appreciate everything that the first daughter owned a piece of paper doing for the man of the sports show. Uh, and it's been amazing. It's been outstanding. So make sure you get there early. I'm telling
0: you, you want to get there early because we have a show for you, man. This show is gonna be all about, of course, football. Yeah. Because spring you have the spring morning. practice, That's you know. Right. The, spring practice the, we came in the spring practices. of the UV UK and the spring practices. We're going to talk a little boxing with Conor McGregor, getting mad, throwing know, down bro, right. buses, <laughs> trying to take on
1: folks. We're going to get you started on that. We're going gonna to get, get on that. You know, later in the
0: show today, I may have a live report. If uh, if everything works out right, I have a live report from WrestleMania in New mm, I like it. So, you know, got some people I know with WrestleMania, so got that to talk about. And Monday, we're also going to talk about sports and race. Like uh. Like what's up with like how black quarterbacks are treated Uh-oh. in the NFL, in the draft process. Why do you still hate on Carl Kaepernick? He, he all got what? He's no, but RG3 got a job. Who? RG Bob. Bob you a Job? Bob. Bob hasn't played football like 13 years. Has a job. With the Baltimore Ravens. So we're talking talk about Black Monday. miss so much to cover by the I'm excited, you should be excited, definitely sure, but right now, this Saturday, Man, we got a cast full, a studio full of
1: folks. Hey, and, and first of all, I just want to congratulate the Over Wildcats for getting it done. Jalen Brunson, the national player of the year, goes on, wins the national championship. That's Jerry predicted. That's right. absolute, the Vanover Wildcats destroyed, were impressive, destroyed. Yes, they destroyed everybody. They won. They won every game in the tournament by averaging seventeen points per game. Like. It wasn't just winning; they beat down everybody, and they did without Brunson. That's crazy. Without without Brunson, I mean, it, I just it was a, it was an amazing show. Uh, once again, you had a team of upperclassmen get it done. All you wanted it done people, you know. I'm looking at you, John Halpern. I'm looking at you, Coach Kane. You're still not winning. Andy Davis did it once. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. had Okafor and the crew do it once, but that's two times in what? No. How, how, what have those been like, what, 10, 12 years now?
0: Well, technically, that Kentucky team was a one-and-done
1: well, team. Well, I mean, it was, it was a team that was built around one-and-done stars. But, yes, you did have Darius Miller. He was a senior, but, you know, let's ignore yeah, that. Number two. You had Tash uh, Jones and De'Ron Lamb, who also were returning guys, only because the NBA was in strike at the time, but we won't get into that.
0: Those guys, it wasn't because of Anthony Davis. and yes, might be Gilchrist they won a the championship. Oh, yeah. It was Lamb. Lamb and, it was Jones. and Jones. Lamb's and Jones. Right yeah, that's why they won. Actually,
1: I mean, I mean, but we're not going to get into that yeah. because, you know, we, always, we understand like, the only true winning and done teams to almost win championships are so, uh, Michigan Wolverines and Greg Oldman and company when they made it to the finals with Ohio State and they lost to Florida. Those are the only 2 winning win-and-done Like, complete run-and-done teams that almost won championships. So, literally, it's still never been done. They've gotten close. Duke's going to try to do it next year because this group they got coming in next year. It's real. With with Zion Williamson, R.J. Barrett, that crew is going to be ridiculous. Like, if you guys did not get to watch them in the McDonald's All-American game, I know Jordan Brand Classic is coming up as well. Um, R.J. Barrett's the real deal. Like, he could be something special. There's a lot of good, young, talented players coming in. King James. You know, I know he's he's dunking on people. You right, right now, but but is right. The, the, the brothers the brothers' days is numbered because you got guys like Ben Simmons, Donovan Mitchell coming through the league. You Joel got Embiid. And Joel Embiid. You have Jason Tatum. The next generation coming up Stop. is here, and they ain't over. Like they, they are not ready. like King James, I don't even know if King James is going to get there this year, but we'll get into our pro talk later, but there's just so much going on. I just wanted to shout out Jay Wright and the Wildcats for getting it down. Uh, now, officially, you know what I'm saying, the Chris Mack era begins in Louisville. We can start moving forward instead of looking backwards. We ain't got to worry about some people going on the radio still trying to get people fired because at the end of the day, it's all been. Congratulations, University of Louisville, and find a new president. Athletic I mean, a director, a new basketball coach. Yes, can, sure. can you say the president's
0: name? Something about a
1: booty. <laughs> <laughs> Lily Close enough. Lily Bundaputi is the new president of the University of Louisville, so welcome you, Lily. You know what I'm saying? At University. University, the program. is of Kansas, so, you know, big shout out to them. It's a lot of change, but it's all good change, and now, you know, we went to Derby for no reason. But no no, speaking of Derby time. Yes. Speaking of derby time, Uh-oh. Friday, Uh-oh. the 13th, oh, Lord. we're going to be at Meena's Row with really? Down Syndrome of Louisville. Everybody knows how to make good does at derby time.
0: I mean, look, it's on, it down. it's on a poppin' this year. This
1: year, I, I mean, it's every year, but we're trying to take it to a whole different level. Are we <laughs> it off a We're we going
0: to right? we'll be everywhere this year. Oh my goodness. goodness. Eric Badu's coming to DJ for the Good Timers
1: Party. <laughs> we'll be there. We're going to be at the Brownsville. We're going to be everywhere. We're going to be going down with them. I'm saying we're going to be all over the place. The Phillies and the star stars. Stars. The Phillies and the Stadians, J-Hard. I
2: know. I know. That's, that's, one of, that's one of the biggest gators of all time. I say that. But, hey, Rashawn, we got a big show. We're going to get straight to it real quick. and get into talking about uh, the coach, uh, Miss Nicole. She's here, and I was telling her that I had a whole bag of candy, a little <laughs> debt on the side. And I was trying to I hear it from her. <laughs> so I'll just so talk about me. Welcome to the show. How you doing?
3: I'm doing great. How are you today? Doing great. Talk a little bit about your business. Oh, well, you know, you know, I've chatted, we got a chance to speak last week. I've been focusing on life coaching. I've been a personal trainer and fitness instructor, speaker since about two thousand and one. I've been active in fitness pretty much all my life and so I work with everyone in fitness I've found that it's always a little deeper than I just want to lose weight it's like why can't you lose weight and so I've moved and kind of transitioned into uh, having a life coaching approach to health and fitness so I've been doing that now uh, s- strong this year but off and on for the past few years so now I'm just really moving headstrong with that Rashawn? Nice, nice. So
1: um, if, if folks wanted to kind of check out what you do, see some of the things that you offer yeah. uh, in terms of, uh, I'm not sure exactly what you say, yeah. life coach, what all life that coach. entails? So cool. and first of all, I want to know, what does that entail? And second of all, how can people get involved? Well?
3: Thank you for asking, because most people don't know what it is. It's a big word, and they hear life, and they hear coach, and they don't know what it is. Ultimately, a life coach is a person that helps keep you accountable, digs just a little bit deeper than the surface of what you want to do, but why you want to do it and why you have or have not been successful so the coach asks questions the coach allows you to really guide yourself to the answers but it's just it's that next level that objective person you know you can talk to your family members and they go that's a great idea yeah you can do it and i believe in you and they don't Ask the hard questions. Right. Of why do you keep gaining the weight back? Why are you in debt? Why did you lose your house? Like, went the of my Why homeless? Is it cause you went to all the derby parties? Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> you that. Oh, that's real though. That's, real. Yeah, that's real. So as a life coach, I just found. Well, as a trainer, personal trainer, I found that when I was starting a session with somebody, you're literally walking through their day to day what they couldn't do, challenges they're dealing with at home, et cetera. And it kind of just creates a cycle that if you can help them identify it, can help them break it, or at least accept it and get an idea of why they're stuck, or when they're successful, why they were successful. So that's Mm. what my focus is. And I work uh, with Mm. all ages. I mean, I want to focus on adults because we're the most stuck. The kids are still dreaming and having. Shut my wings a little bit. Exactly. So I just, you when know, I see adults our age and older and even younger people, I don't like excuses. So I want to get people to stop making those excuses and really live their life and stop hiding their candy under the <laughs> table <laughs> when people walk in the room. So um, ultimately, you know, that's what a coach does. Um, so, and that's so what I'm striving to do. So, so Mr.
2: Nicole, what can you do with Haven on his current all his weight. How can you make <laughs> <table wave? laughs>
3: I just, there's you, many to know, you should deal with your pr- projecting onto Haven, <laughs> oh, I don't know. Um, well, I mean, ultimately, it depends on the person. Um, you know, everyone has a healthy weight um, mm-hmm. for their height. Um, there are issues that people may have that are genetic, you know, have pr- genetic predispositions, or is there a predisposition there that right? Predispositions. There you go. That word. Um, to um, diabetes, cholesterol, heart disease, things like that. Culturally, we have things that, you know, we um, can try to avoid and prevent. And so just being able to identify what some of those things are with people. But ultimately, People just need to be more active, you know, eat healthier, kind of take away all that extra um, stress. And so even with other things in life, take away those extra stress. So, J-Food, that means no more pig's
0: feet. <laughs> no more fried chicken. <laughs> no more hog no. no more candy under the table.
2: No more candy under the table. Don't be trying to give it
0: up? <laughs> <laughs> And then your four cheese macaroni. Whoa. With oh. the bacon yes. and sour cream on top. Yes.
3: Okay, so here's the (laughs) thing about that. So, like, for instance, you said we got a room full, and I'm sure the gentleman talked about it, too. But when you get to a place where you are healthy or fit, you can begin to have those little things here and there. But when you're trying to get healthy, you cannot have them. And I think that's what confuses people, because they'll watch me eat, and then they'll get confused because they'll say, I didn't think you ate those things. Well, I don't eat those things all the time. So the mac and cheese you just mentioned, that's, that's something that somebody might bring out. It's going to be hard to pass up. However, if I'm in a position where I'm training for something or you know trying to prepare for mm. something, I got to make decisions based on that. But when I get to where I want to be, I'm able to then become a little more like aware and have moderation and make decisions on when I'm going to do stuff. Mm. But a lot of people just mm. don't understand that when you're trying to get somewhere, you do have to stop and replace it with good things. Arugula. Until you get there. Oh. And I mean, you can apply that to all areas. He <laughs> said arugula. And yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you can apply it to all areas of your life. So, you know, again, with debt and everything, you know, you want to go and spend your money. Well, I'm going to have a good time. Or we're going on vacation. I'm going to spend all my money. But if you're trying to buy a house, if you're trying to send your kids to school or college, you know, there's things that you're going to have to say no to until you accomplish that. Mm. So it's just, again, allowing people to realize it's not all or nothing. It's both and. You can actually figure out how to make it work. So the coach helps you figure that out.
1: Now, uh, I will let you know that, you know, I I did the the biggest loser thing uh, at work. Yeah. Um... I dropped about 70 pounds during oh, nice uh, my weight loss efforts yeah. um, and for me it seemed like what I came across with a lot of folks is that when I, w- I would get to a spot and then I would stop mm-hmm. and, and and I think it, it's one of the things that you come across this I just want to ask you just is it that people try to do too much too early or they'll try to go in that big crash and then they can't keep up with it because they, that was my big thing was just mm-hmm. keeping that motivation to keep Absolutely. going.
3: People usually try to do too much too fast. That's why um, resolutions don't work. Mm. Um, because people try to lose everything that they gained in the past 10 years the first month of one year. What? So that's not realistic. But yeah, people try to do too much and then they compare. So people used to say even to me as an instructor, "Oh, I want to look like you, I want to do what you do. I said, you can't, but they thought I was being vain. I'm like, I teach six classes a week. I do this, I do this, I do this. I do this. That's not normal for a normal person, right? Right. So that even now, I don't do that. So I have to pay attention to the fact that I don't teach that many classes. I'm not that active. I have to start to pay attention to what I can and can't do. So if I try to jump back and start teaching six classes starting tomorrow, I've stopped by Friday. Oh. <laughs> that's not good. Yeah. So, so ultimately, you, know, you have to um, be realistic, you have to start where you are, take baby steps so that you can actually be successful and keep going versus going really, really hard and burn out and then completely stop. And that's usually where people get stuck. So mm-hmm. how, how
1: can folks, if they want to see what you do, where can they go and see what you do?
3: So right now, um, I'm working on having some activities coming together, so I have like a focus of fitness class. It's a series I'm going to start soon. When spring actually decides to show up, we're going to actually start doing that. But for now, um, you can check me out um, on Facebook. I'm at Nicole Vashon, so it's N-I-C-O-L-E-V-A-S-H-O-N. I'm also on Instagram, at Nicole Vashon, and on Twitter, at Nicole Vashon. So that's (coughs) where I pretty much promote ideas, topics, motivational mm. things and just kind of keep things going. And then back in 2008, I released a um, cardio box, or not a cardio box, but a fitness DVD called Cardio Core for Life. Oh, wow. And so I'm going to be re-releasing that as a digital download. What? Uh, so you're high know. tech. So, Havin, me <laughs> hey, you, you need that. Hey, you're need that. But anyway, what you, you, tell, what you, do you, do show you me? You get it. one, and you get one. I, I like, it,
2: one. I like, I like I it.
1: It. it. I, 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 I gonna
3: Welcome <laughs> to a birthday.
2: We the real deal, Holyfield. Teams in the building. We got Carlos and Travis in the house, and uh, pro fighters are in the house with the African yeah. <laughs> in the house right here behind <laughs> the <laughs> And we have a national singer. It's going to sing to you guys as well. Oh, so stick hi. around. That's hey, what's up?
4: Of and this and that. I created a hairband and it's called Clip and Go Hairbands. You can reach me at 502 235 2413 and you can also reach me on social media. Instagram is Instagram.com C L I P underscore N underscore G O underscore H A I R B A N D S. On Facebook, you can also reach me under Clip C L I P hyphenated N. G-O-H-A-I-R-B-A-N-D-S. And you can also reach out to me and get a discount once you come through and let me know that you're calling from Main Event Sports. Main Event Sports. sports. You will get a 5% discount on your first purchase. I look forward to you reaching out to me, and you have a great day.
0: Spring Black Friday is back at Lowe's with great savings to help with those outdoor projects popping up on your to-do list. For your garden, get one and a half cubic foot bags of Stay green garden soil, five for $10. Plus, get delicious veggies and herbs with bonnie vegetable and herb plants, five for $15. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through April 11th, while supplies last. See store for details, U.S. only.
2: sports show main event the host of Harrington Rashawn Myers in the building and uh of the thousands of what I call the Rock. that's what I call it, man that's my man man Wrestlemania man I had a chance I didn't get a chance to go this year but I'm going next year Wrestlemania we got the real deal teams in the house and uh we have uh, a national artist in the in the building Rashawn and hey.
1: Welcome back into the main event sports show. <laughs> we, uh, we have so many things. You know what? This <laughs> is the time. What
2: do you often
1: write? You know what? Because, you know, we in Haven are like Stockton and Malone, man. So, you know, sometimes the, the handoff goes w- without a hitch. And you know, other times the handoff, you know, I'm, I, I'm like the tech guy. A lot of people don't know that Rashad Miles wears a lot of hats with the main event sports show. He's, he's the tech guy. He's the IT guru. He's the photographer and the videographer a lot of times. So, you know, we just have a lot of things going on. It's a lot of fun, man. Uh, make sure you guys go uh, to the check out our Facebook live feed as well as Made of Inspirits onecom as well as Native of on uh, YouTube as well for our YouTube channel where we put up all these great things and, and we see some of the things that go on behind the scenes because it is uh, classic and hilarious. But uh, a uh, uh, classic remember. is not the word. Oh man. Oh, speaking of classic, next to me to my right,
0: mm-hmm. we have a classic. <laughs> the lovely songstress herself. Are we on Facebook live? That's no, recording? Just recording. We're just recording. Let me, let me scroll over there so you can see me better. There we go. There so we go. There we go. I'm trying, trying to get in frame. See so for us technical terms for all The uh, photographers out there getting in frame, the of stand standing one side of the screen make it look better. That's what we do. That's what technical. It's impressive. <laughs> it is impressive. Sometimes I impress myself. <laughs> hey, you know, it is what it is. Afro Samurai does it. I mean Afro Bambado after this? We're we making moves, <laughs> but anyway, we heard that you are most probably the most beautiful songstress here in the city. Okay. Is that true? Um,
5: yeah,
0: I'll say so. so you go. Confidence—that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, why, why don't you tell us like a, a little bit about yourself, like the type of music you like to sing, some of the inspirations?
5: Um. Well, my name is Chanson Calhoun. Uh, born and raised from Louisville, Kentucky um, I Started singing as a toddler uh, Started playing piano when I was eight years old um, Started songwriting at ten years old. Mm. I've auditioned for a lot of uh, reality singing shows um, Apollo BET's Wild Out Wednesday uh, American Idol the voice all that um, uh, just trying to learn about what the industry wants right now. Um, I've been auditioning since I was 13. Um, finally uh, broke through. Um, I would say my first major uh, breakthrough was in 2015 when I uh, got selected for Hard Rock Rising Talent wow. International. Uh, me and my band got selected to go to Barcelona, Spain to compete against uh, four other bands um, from Japan. Uh, Brazil or no Argentina and three other bands from uh, the United States um, and, oh, that's uh, real That was that was an amazing experience And then recently last year I was crowned uh, WHAS's is first Kentuckyian Idol um, so that allotted me a spot to go audition for American Idol but wow. I didn't make it unfortunately so I'm still once again learning what the industry is looking for right now.
0: So, that's what's up that's what's up so? Wait. What, what type of projects are you working on right now?
5: Right now, I'm definitely working on my album. Um, I would say EP more so, not like an official album. And EP is a shorter version. It's like about five to six songs. Um, so, yeah, I've been in the studio for the past year, just kind of working on it.
0: Okay, okay. Now, are you also going to uh, work on a mixtape?
5: Um, no mixtapes. I I did I did a couple of those when I was in college. Um, but I'm more so focused on a solid body of work. Not saying a mixtape isn't a solid body of you work. You're old school it's with just, it. Yeah, I'd rather um, I don't know, just have an EP than a mixtape.
0: So, as an up and coming artist now who uh, who sings R and B, which is kind of like a lost, how gotta put it? It's almost like a lost. Mm-hmm. On on mainstream radio you know, Everybody's kind of doing like over track beats yes, And yes. nobody's really singing anymore You know It seems like we kind of let How can I put this We kind of let white folks do R&B now
4: mm-hmm. And
0: yes I'm talking about you Justin Timberlake <laughs> So <laughs> So <laughs> so Well it's true Yeah,
5: is dope though
0: yeah, anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway You know I, I, I have a whole thing About like white folks singing the blues <laughs> You haven't been through nothing. You control everything. You know you really can't sing the blues. <laughs> the blues don't apply to you because you are nothing to be sad about. You're on top of the world. No,
2: I mean, that's
1: kind of
0: politics. I digress. <laughs> I, I, I digress. So it sounds like that you're like really trying to reinvigorate, like like black R and B.
5: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I don't know. I I feel like got R and B got lost probably in like two thousand. 10-ish a little bit. Once much Abby
0: that nose job? It was all over.
5: To be honest, I feel like when the, the T-Pain era of, like, um, what's it called? Auto-tune, when that kind of started oh. happening, oh, like, God. everybody felt like they could hop on a record and just, you know, do their thing, but, um, I don't know, it's coming back a little bit. Um, you got artists like Daniel Caesar, um, mm-hmm. who's, who's doing great things, um, well. so, like... I don't know. You just got to find your lane, stick to it, and those people who are supposed to gravitate towards you will gravitate towards you. So being an R&B artist is tough, but, I mean, once again, whoever, like if it's real, authentic music and it's supposed to touch people, like it's going to thrive, period. So.
1: It's what Jairo started saying. <laughs> if they, when, when somebody told him he could sing, and like that was hot. That's when R&B ended, man. Yeah. I, I, I promise what?
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know. I don't that's you know that's, that's real. I mean, come on, man. Come oh, on. My you got to get the music. <laughs> <for real. laughs> so, if, if anybody wanted to check out uh, some some of the material, some of the things you've done so far, um, what, where can they go see uh, all your material?
5: Um, everything on social media is at Chance and Calhoun. My name. Um, I also have a website, Chance and So,
1: so l- 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 let me ask you, um, as yeah. far as some of your influences uh, going up, um, who? who are the folks that kind of help you develop your style.
5: I'm so sorry, I forgot to mention that uh, when you asked me the first time. Um, I grew up listening to, of course, Michael Jackson, Earth, mm. Wind & Fire. What? Uh, Tweet, Uh-oh. Destiny's Child, like mm. all those kind of messages. Earth, Wind Yeah, Earth, Wind & Fire. That yeah. must, be your, that's <laughs> must be your parents. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, definitely. So those are my influences, um, and I also like to kind of mix it up with the current stuff. So, yeah.
1: So what was that experience like, uh, you know, w- w- winning the contest uh, here, uh, becoming, you said it was K- Kentucky and star?
5: Kentucky idol. Um, Kentucky idol. It was what, what was that like? It was interesting. Um, it was August 5th of last year. It was a Saturday, and I woke up early, got in line. I was probably numbered, I think 28 was my number. Wow. I had a, like. It was about a hundred people. Wow. That's um, a good memory. That went down. At, <laughs> I know. That, I I, like, that day was probably the best day of my life. It was okay. like, I don't know when it was. Sometime last um, year.
4: <laughs> <laughs> right.
5: Hot. No, it was, it was a great day for me. Because um, I had been through so much last year. Wow. Um, it, it was a lot. So that was kind of like, I don't know, God kind of just saying, here you go. Mm-hmm. Here's a little pick me up for the rough year you've had. Um, but, yeah, it was about a hundred people um, auditioned in front of... Um, I think the owner of Maxwell Studios, um, Max Maxwell, I think it, that's his name, um, a <laughs> professor at Y Pass, yeah. um, and a couple of other industry people. Okay. Um, it was it was pretty cool. Um, I got up there. I sung "Ain't No Mountain," mm. uh, Marvin Gaye, mm. and
0: um, Come on Now.
5: Yeah. <laughs> so I sung that, and I, you, I don't know. Can, I can, can, can you do something, Can you
0: can do you a little sample? I'll, 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 this, I'll just just a little sample.
5: Um, okay. Um. Love, so many things I've got to tell you, but I'm afraid I don't know how, cause there's a possibility that you look at me differently. Love. Ever since the first moment I spoke your name From and on I knew that by you being in my life Things were destined to change Cause love Hey. I'm sick. I'm so sick. I right said,
2: "Our music, sick.
0: soul child." Yeah. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Oh, that's
1: what's up right there. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. So, so, so absolutely, uh, you're gonna have to make sure that you keep in touch with the main event sports show. We wanna know everything you got going on. Uh, when, when you drop some so, some hits or something hot, we need that in studio so we can play that. Yes. yes. As our intro and outro music, we need all of that.
5: Yes. Yeah. I got you. You know, all
1: those breaks. I you doing you. for you. Absolutely. I sent you a
5: record. Yeah, I got, I you, got you.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that's what's up. All right. Well, George, I really appreciate you coming yeah. in. Thank you guys. So Absolutely. Much. This is yeah. awesome.
2: It's Madden it Sports with Sean Haley. We're going to talk to the real deal Holyfield teams in the building. Carlos, Travis, Paul Boxers in town for major fights coming up April the 27th, at the Young Center. So Knockout like Kings. That's right. We'll Saturday night Sports. Sugar, sugar,
3: sh- sh- sugar.
5: What is it, Linda? I think we should see other people! Are you breaking up with me? On a roller
6: coaster?
2: Well, we do have a lot of fun! Maybe we should stay together!
5: An emotional roller coaster? Surprising.
0: What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO.
6: I just need a little me time!
0: GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. We're for the sore winners. Those who don't worry about aches and pains because to win, you have to stay on the court. Those who don't let sore muscles tell them how many games are too many games. Those who know winning today is worth feeling it the next day. So don't stop, sore winner, because we'll be here to relieve the pain and soreness today so you can win again tomorrow. Calling all the sore winners. We are for you. Ben Gay for life.
2: team is in the building ladies and gentlemen a major major fight is going to be taking place april 27th at the young center and i'm excited to be a part of this we got carlos and trap in the house man thank you don't guys for the time know. out of
0: your Doing good, man. We
2: ain't you guys in a while, man. They've been
0: world travelers, man. They've been busy. Yeah. All but right, down the East Coast. Got big
2: money. We got big money now, hey.
0: I know, right? Both of them signed big contracts with is that <laughs> the police players <laughs> I saw? I saw? Yeah. No, okay. Hey, no,
1: okay. but you know what? When I think back uh to real deal promotions and I <laughs> wanna <our laughs> mm-hmm. there were two moments that night that stuck out to me. Uh, two major, major events, major knockouts. You two guys were a part of both of those. Trev, you came out early. Uh, you know, had had one of the lead up uh, fights because it, it was an amateur mm-hmm. fight. And you went out there and you put on a show and had one of the hardest knockouts yeah. Men's man's mouthpiece. So like I came up and I woke up the next day and I had a black
0: <laughs> <laughs> My man's mouthpiece literally shot up like twenty feet in the air. It yeah.
1: went like in the third row you hit him so hard. Just kinda yeah. talk about that fight for you going out there in the Freedom Hall and, and what that was like and then kinda some of the feedback you got after that and how of course it led up to you signing with the real deal. Uh,
7: you know, that fight for me was was one of those moments well was it was it was the moment where I, I said to myself, you know, this, this, I'm made for this, you know, it was one of those, that was, that was the step up fight for me, it was on a big stage, you know, uh, fighting that guy, he was coming down from, he was a weight class heavier, you know, and uh, it was just, it was, it was one of those fights for me where I was just, really, I let go, my mind went somewhere else, and I just let my body take over, and, you know knocked out second round, minute, 30 seconds, you know, but since that Mm -hmm. fight, man, I've grown so much as a fighter, you know, I've sparred with, with other pros, you know, I actually sparred with the guy that won the belt that night, you know, I sparred with, with a lot of tough guys, you know, and they showed me a lot, you know, and I'm, i getting my body more used to the, the pro game and the pro side of things, so, you know, expect, expect the same explosive power, man, but a little more skill and finesse with it, you know. You know, and that's what I was going to ask you, like, what's the
0: biggest difference? Because I know you guys went and fought all over on the amateur stage, in you know, Indianapolis, with the Indianapolis Golden, I mean, the Indiana Golden Gloves. You fought, you know, all over the country. Mm-hmm. So you guys fought, like, fighters from all over. So what's what's the biggest difference between the amateur game and then stepping up to the
7: pro game? Really, it's, it's the competition in the and the really the type of the the type of fight it is you know when you're professional at the professional level these guys are doing this for a living you know they have families to feed and you know they have bills that add up and you know this fighting is really all they have so they're gonna fight you a little different you know and the same the same shot that'll back an amateur up you know pro fighters are eating that and they're and they're getting their shots off you know and a lot of these guys are you know, 27, 28, you know, older got grown men, you know what I mean, and there, it's just, it's, the power is different, the the skill is different, the, the pace is different, you know, it's definitely, it definitely takes some adapting and getting used to, but I think my style fits the, the pro style more anyway, you know, it's always been since my first amateur fight, you know, I've always had more of a, a pro style, I like to think, and <laughs> fight a little slower, so, it's different, but, you know, I'm getting used to it. And, and I think that's one of the things
1: that a lot of people don't understand is that amateur boxing and professional boxing, it's almost while wow, everybody's got gloves on and they're throwing punches, the, the sports almost are two completely different things, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, so so kind of talk about the difference between the two and why you feel that you would be better at the professional ranks than you are the amateur ranks where you've
7: been very accomplished as well. The amateur fights, you know, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of, top amateurs that are beating a lot of the professional fighters you see on TV. But the amateur is just, it's a competition. You know, we're fighting for competitions, we're we're winning tournaments, and in the amateurs, at a tournament, you fight back to back to back to back, you know, all week if you keep winning, you know, up until the championship. So amateurs, it's more Fast pace, you know, a lot of touching. Lot well, of light it's all about like points, right? Yeah, exactly. Because every it's everything is points. You know, you you can hurt a guy, give him a standing eight, and it'll still count as just as much as a, as a light jab. That's know crazy. I mean? So, so, so Trump, let me
2: ask you this real quick: How has your lifestyle changed since you became a pro? Has
7: it, has it been changed different? Uh, slightly, a little bit, a little bit. You know, before it was a, it was more leisure. You know, I was in the gym whenever whenever mm-hmm. I got. Whenever I got there, you know, it wasn't really routine about it. Um, But now I just have my my priorities, you know, I have responsibilities now in the gym. So I have to be at the gym from a certain amount of time to a certain amount of time. I have to make sure I run, you know, a certain amount of miles. You know, I have to make sure that I'm prepared for a professional fight. You know, as a professional, I feel like that's my job. Now, I saw, I I remember after you got the knockout
1: um, that uh, Evander, I believe he spoke to you. Uh, a bit after that, and kind of talk to you. What has been kind of some of the feedback that the champ has given you that's helped give you motivation to get to this
7: point? Man, he, he let me know that you know I have I have everything it takes you know to to be a champion. I have the, the all the tools, the talent, you know, the heart. And now it's just a, a matter of, like I said, getting your priorities straight. You know, not not doing anything silly out here. You know, to get in any type of trouble or hurt my anything like that. And if I if I keep working hard and stay focused, then I will become the champion. And you know that just solidifies it for me. That makes that just makes me believe even even more. You know, and that's and that's I, I feel like I already know now. You know, he's just restating it. You know what I mean?
0: Well, uh, Travis, I'm Terrence Chandler, an intern here for Main Event Main Event Sports. Um, what motivates you to start boxing?
7: Um, when I first started boxing, um, I've always been a fan. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I when I first started. I was, uh, I started when I stopped going to public school. Fifth grade was my last year in public school. I was always in sports. I did football, you know, my last few years. And uh, it was more of something to, to make sure I'm not just sitting around. You know, my parents didn't want me just sitting around, so they wanted me to do something active. And uh, I started a, a mixed martial arts gym, actually. And I did jujitsu for about three, four months. And uh, I saw their boxing class one day. I stayed a little late. That's all their boxing class, and the next day I tried it and stuck with it ever since. And for me, that's been about the whole time with the jujitsu and the boxing. It was with my dad, you know. So that was something that we had always had. And you know, when I won or when I did good, it made him happy. So, you know, that was something. Uh, 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 that was my reason for going to the gym. My motivation for a long time. Awesome, awesome.
1: So let me ask you. So, uh, of course, we know you're uh, going to have your first fight upcoming. Uh, if you could just kind of talk about uh, what when that is and, and what are you thinking about heading into your first pro fight?
7: Man, uh, my debut is going to be on April 27th at the uh, Jose Suleiman World Invitational um, Tournament. It's a welterweight tournament. Eight of the top ten welterweights in the world, you know, from different countries. I'm gonna be fighting for a chance at the WBC belt. But uh that's again that's April twenty seventh at the Yum Center. And for me, now my mind is really like it's here. So what are you gonna you know, everything you've asked for is here now. So it's it's up to you what what you make of it. You know, so that's that's keeping me focused in the gym, you know, uh been sparring with, with other pros, you know, just getting myself ready for whatever my opponent brings to me. Trev, sure, I'm going to ask
2: you a question after. Let me take this uh, caller real quick. And What uh, would your comment, caller?
4: Yes, I wanted to tell him thank you for letting Louisville, Kentucky, be his first place for his championship fight. And I also wanted to know what advice would he have for a parent who wanted to get the children, uh, you know, the son, into boxing? What would be the best age to start them out?
7: I appreciate you, man. I'm honored to – call caller. Oh, uh, I'm – I'm I'm honored to, to fight in Louisville. You know, it's a lot of history here, and and I'm excited to be part of bringing it back. And uh, as far as getting your kids or getting anybody that wants to get involved in boxing, eight um, is the the age that they can actually compete in amateur boxing. But uh, you know, if they love it, it's never it's never too late. You know, for anybody that feels like it's too late. And yeah, and we're, our gym is on first in Breckenridge, one o four East Breckenridge. And uh, we have professional fighters, me and me and Carlos Dixon, and we have people that don't fight, you know, people that just do it to get in shape. So even if you do wanna fight, if you don't wanna fight, you know, just come check it out, do it, try to cloud try the boxing at least once. You know, if you like it, stick with it and let if you let me answer don't this,
2: Travis, and I might have the co ask a question and Ms. ask ask questions as well too. When you first signed your contract, what was your first thing you
7: brought? It was my first thing I, I bought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's,
2: that's uh, too When I asked uh, uh, years ago When I first
7: I, Honestly that. The first thing I did Was I left the Yum Center That's where my sign was I left the Yum Center And I went straight to Denny's <laughs> <laughs> I had to eat Man I was starving Man yeah Straight to Denny's
2: Man <laughs> tell you what i brought i'm gonna tell you right now i'll tell you later <laughs> <laughs> hey man, so I'm gonna talk to
1: you real quick we yeah, Tra- sure. Tra- Tra- really appreciate you man thank-, sure. thank you for coming in you know yeah, of course yeah, uh main event is, is down with everything but they'll yeah. never take you time not to do what you're doing what carlos is doing uh you're one of the best uh young men uh that, that i know in this city man so so yeah. keep learning and can't wait to see what you're doing
7: thank you man i'm excited man city. yeah come no, man. come out and support me man i'll fight for y'all for having to have, have main event a part of it man. absolutely man, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> time, man, man. Hey. Let's see what
2: we Get that gray
7: slam snow in there,
1: oh,
2: man. man I had, <laughs> I we're coming over to your, your, your house, man. We're inviting us over there, man. We always have a great time over your house. Man. Oh, yeah, that was definitely fun. So, man, uh, fun. Let's that's beat cool. it real quick. Uh, you had an incident that happened, that and it was a life... Threatened situation that happened, and, right. and then you prepared yourself for another round
6: for another <laughs> fight coming up in April 27th in Yumsa. Yes, um, in November I got into a an, um, into a car accident. I was coming emerging merging onto the interstate, and I was hit by a semi, and um, put through the guardrail and whatnot. And I had a little couple bumps and bruises, and um, some things I had to go back, you know, re, re- rehab up, and um, guys grace got me back into the gym and doing what I love in order to feed my family and, um, you know, do what I love.
2: So how's your conditioning coming along?
6: It's it's um, coming around great, a lot faster than I expected and a lot of other people expected. I guess just working hard and, and being determined, something boxing taught me, um, helped me get through it and get back to what I love
0: quick.
1: Now, let me ask you, like, when something like that happens, uh, how does that put things in perspective, I know that you you had already gained a new level of focus just with, right. you know, GoPro, seeing the way the city kind of wrapped their arms around you and came out for you to support you for your uh, inaugural event out there at Freedom Hall. Right. But then after that situation, having the everything kind of on the table, uh, how did that gain some type of different perspective or how did that change the way you went about things after that happened?
6: Um, I was a little more, honestly, I, I feel like I was more, more careless. Now I feel like I'm not really Superman. Like, I know I work hard and stuff and, and like I'm in top shape at all times. So it's like, it's just one of those things like you just feel like you can't get hurt and like nothing can happen. But at a split second, no matter what you, what you think can happen or whatever, how tough you think you are, anything can, can minimize you or it could be your last moment, your last breath, anything. So I just take it one day at a time and hopefully everything continues to go good absolutely
3: so um carlos i was curious um from a conditioning standpoint right um what is the most significant component for you all as a professional to focus on is it the cardio <laughs> the strength the endurance like what would you mental. say it was one mental really
6: yeah it's it's um i'd say boxing is 90 mental mm-hmm. and i would say mm-hmm. about 10 percent physical because you can be in his, in his physical shape, magnificent, you know, doing anything, running the fastest miles you've ever seen, and and then when you got that opponent in front of you, you got somebody there that that you know he might be able to take a shot. It's just, what are you gonna do after that? You might, you know, hit him with a good shot. He hurts you. Now, what are you gonna do? Are You gonna crumble? Are you gonna let him keep hurting you? Are you gonna hurt him back? So you could you could fall you know mentally before you could fall physically
3: so then how do you prepare mentally like what's your pregame for boxing that's
6: all that's all my training camp you train for you train for the worst the worst part of, uh exactly the worst part in the ring you you literally train you think of the worst case scenario you fight your way out of it that's every single day
1: uh, that's what's up uh now uh, I, I do want to ask you um you know i, I know you're 2-0 Right. Um, everybody remembers thirty one seconds. <laughs> uh the the amazing knockout that ended that the initial uh the inaugural World War II event. Um uh, you know, what you say fight it was in Georgia?
6: Yes, it was in Atlanta, Georgia and I um What did you know
1: of it from that one?
6: Honestly I, I thought I was just like, Hey, I got smaller gloves on. Obviously I can I can knock somebody out, so I was you know, I became um <laughs> Immature in the game, and I was trying to look for a big shot, and ended up going all four rounds, and um, honestly, just didn't fight my fight. But um, it is, it is what it is, and I'm, I'm happy, and I'm ready to take
1: on. It. So, so you learned something though, right? I did, so I you, did. You got I'm the win? Like,
6: I did. I still, I got the win, but you know, I, I, I feel like I didn't win to myself, so but. I want to prove myself even more. So so you feel because you, you're
1: also going to be on the uh, on the fight on the twenty seventh, Right, correct? right. So 27th. Uh, so so coming into that event, you feel like you're much more prepared. Did you do you feel like you train harder? Like what did you change? Because you, know, you just talked about the middle aspect. Right. Is it just something of keeping that edge to not take necessarily your your opponent for granted? Like what's the biggest difference do you see now training for fight number three just versus fight number two?
6: more so myself I understand that you know just anything can happen so I want to stay on my P's and Q's at all times, time and um, I'm, I'm also coming up in um, in um, rounds I just came up from fourth from four rounds to six rounds so this is gonna be my first six round professional fight um, I can't wait um, I have a question okay uh, <laughs> Quickly. Um,
5: from a I guess performance standpoint okay um, what is it that you tell yourself, either one of you, before you go out on that in that ring, um, before you see the crowd, before you see your opponent? What is what's the first thing that you tell yourself?
6: Um, the first thing I automatically tell myself is, um, I've been through a lot of things in this game, and I've I've definitely got got it handed to me multiple times. Um. <laughs> but and i've also you know handed it out to other people so the first thing i always tell them you know they haven't been through what you've been through so right. now who, who's the better man or, or in in uh, whatever case it is who's, who's worked harder who wants it more and if i i feel like i want it more at all times so i'm gonna always try to try to prove it well, so i'm gonna
2: answer this question too right? and, uh, when you signed your contract, uh, was okay. it last year? <laughs> yes. I, mean, I was, uh, you know, I was there, uh, and you signed it. Right. What did you buy?
6: I had a. <laughs> <laughs> I had an interview the next day, so I had to go buy another button up. So I went to Express and got a button up. So
2: that's what you brought. Yeah. What the with that kind of money, yes, what you said. <laughs> well, man, I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to come back. Man, this with a quick break. i going to talk about. I'm going to talk about um uh, more fighting. I'm going to talk about how you can be a part of one of the biggest games. Hang out with Jay Halsman so, from so the Man New Sports. Had my eyes
7: on the throats as I came to deserve. Greatness, I'm destined for more than the universe.
3: I'm
4: a kid. Hey, my name is Trinita Maddox, and I'm the owner of And This, And That. I created a hairband, and it's called Clip and Go Hairbands. You can reach me at 502-235-2413. And you can also reach me on social media. Instagram is instagram.com, C-L-I-P underscore N underscore G-O underscore H-A-I-R-B-A-N-D-S. On Facebook, you can also reach me under clip, C-L-I-P hyphenated N-G-O-H-A-N. I R B A N D S and you can also reach out to me and get a discount once you come through and let me know that you're calling from Main event, Main event Sports Main Event Sports you will get a 5% discount on your first purchase I look forward to you reaching out to me and you have a great day We're back
2: with we're here with the Real Tour Overfield team, Carlos and Trav, and how they came be to uh, you. not talking about Dad, your big trainer, and uh, how it's been a, a major impact for both of you guys with uh, TKO Boxing. And, uh one shout out shout out to your dad, Carlos? Right,
6: yeah, shout out James Dixon, you know, my father, you know, my head coach, manager, and everything And he's else. tough. Uh,
2: of course. God, he's <laughs> tough. He don't
6: play. <laughs>
1: no not at all hey i'm gonna tell you what man and i know a lot of people is upset with rick right now but you know what i'm saying james dixon is the embodiment of rick patino in (laughs) that boxing gym he pushes his fighters so hard these guys go rounds after rounds just watching them in the gym uh like Trevor was talking about earlier man if if you just want to get out there regardless of whether you want to get your kids involved whether you just want to come out and get into better shape um there's no pressure coming in the gym, but like you have to go in there and actually box. But just to get in there, be around these guys, see how they work, that motivates you to do things yourselves. And, and, and you guys can attest to the fact that you know, being in that gym and just being in that environment, to me, there's uh, nothing like that. Oh, uh,
7: yeah, of course, man. We have, of course we have those days where we, we wake up and, you know, we're tired, so we don't feel like doing anything. You know, we just feel like laying around. You know, and a lot of days, some sometimes I do, I'm riding to the gym and I'm like, you know, man, I wanna turn around. You know, I, 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 I don't feel like doing this, but, <laughs> but but once you walk through the door, you know, and you get that atmosphere, everybody else is working, then you know, you you, you, you find the energy, you know, and and you once you start working and moving, and, and you you start to feel even better than before. You know, I look, it, a lot of the times, like we said, it is mental. You know, you're, you're not tired. It's just that your mind, you, you feel like you're tired. So, I, I, I know it's been, it's been a little while since I've been in there, but, Jay, every time I go in there, man, I'm sitting
1: there watching the Next thing I know, I'm getting a heavy bag. Man. I don't know yeah, what's going, going on, on. You know, that's right. right, right, right. Yeah. You not know, nah, am that. <laughs> time.
7: So uh, tell us about the fight. Like, where's it going to be at? Where you get tickets from? Stuff like that. Um, it's going to
6: be at the KFC Yum Center. Um, you can get tickets on Ticketmaster, or you can get them from me personally, or uh, Travis. Um, you can either message me on Instagram at Carlos Dixon underscore official, or um, Facebook at Carlos Dixon, and um, send me a, a link. And um, uh, April 27th is where it's gonna be. <laughs> is when it's gonna be at the KFC Yum Center. And um, you just send me the section you want, seat price information, and um.
3: And I'll get it for you. Hey, and, and, and Trevor, I just
1: want to please let you know. Please let all the modeling agencies out there. Please give them your information so they can quit hitting me up. Ask them where
7: can I find that dude's information man uh, Man, You can find me on Facebook at Travis Burgos, T-R-E-V-I-S, B-U-R-G-O-S. And at Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter at Real Slim Bay. That's B-E-Y. There it is. There it is. Before I get in the color here,
0: you know, I just have to say this man. This is how far my man Carlos has come. He went here and got himself an Instagram <laughs> official. <laughs> 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 it wasn't just like, I miss Carlos Dixon. That's Carlos Dixon, no, it's Carlos Dixon. official.
6: But like, I mean, not the first one. It's not official. <laughs>
7: <so much. laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> I, that's, how out, that's how I'm trying to market myself I'm official do it, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's
6: real
3: um, Just glad I was able to come out And be here with this uh, house full of people Um, As I mentioned You can reach me at Nicole Bashon. That's V as in Victoria But not <laughs> V-A-S-H-O-N i um, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and I'll be back here next week with you to talk about the other event we're doing with Dr. Dow. So I'm just glad to be here. had a great time. Yay.
5: Yay. Uh, thank you, Main Event Sports, for having me on here. Um, you can find me on my website, chansoncalhoun.com. That's chanson, C-H-A-N-S-O-N, calhoun.com.
0: And is. I'm Terrence Chandler as an intern here for Main Event Sports. <coughs> That's right. Say so
1: that again. What's your name again? Terrence Chandler.
2: There you go. There you go appreciate you having me, man. Let me tell you what I brought. Let me tell you what I did when I got, when I got some money.
1: Okay, what you What get?
2: I did, <laughs> I took my family to Disneyland. Oh, wow.
1: There it is. Oh, okay. hey. hey.
2: I, took, I took my next door neighbor. You didn't take me? I didn't take you. <laughs> <laughs> not take you. But no, anyway, but seriously, I appreciate everybody for coming out, hanging out. And, uh, Mavis sports got some big things coming up. I want to let you know about the, uh, Gallup Gala going to be taking place Friday. It's going to be April 13th. Millionaire's World Fourth Floor at Churchill Downs featuring the Louisville uh, Crashers. And this is uh, actually uh, presented by Benefit of Down Syndrome.
1: That's right, Down Syndrome on the Louisville, big big out.
2: The check's in the mail for us for mainly the sports show for Down Syndrome.
1: That so, is. it uh, is. We
2: want to support this event. I've been supporting it for the last four and a half years. And thank you guys for coming out this evening.
1: Hey, hey, plus, Jay, big shout out to our man Donovan Mitchell, man. The, the dude is, is absolutely amazing. They're, they're, the Utah Jazz started out the season 19 and 28 on the season. Now, Utah has ascended to the fourth spot in the Western Conference. Uh, if they can hold on these last three games, we'll host in the first round of the playoffs. Spider Mitchell became only the fifth rookie to ever lead a team that won 40-plus games, including Will Chamberlain, uh, Big O, Oscar Robertson. Uh, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson. It's a leak company. So that's Thank like huge. So big shout out to Donnie. And mm-hmm. before he goes, we said that Larry
0: Bird had the greatest quote of all time. When Larry Bird said, don't you ever have a white guy guard me because i was disrespecting my game. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Larry Bird, unquote. <laughs> oh, that's real. That's, that's real. And then hey, without
2: any deal,
1: without without any struggle, see? there is no that's progress. Nice. Peace.